Welcome, everybody, to this edition of Holy Commutes, Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Got to get used to saying 2023. Uh, Holy Commutes is your only uh, daily podcast for all things wiffle ball. And January just kicking off the year for wiffle ball all over the country. There's Even though there's snow and a lot of the parts up northeast, and up north, uh, we're already starting to think a lot about wiffle ball. But down here in Texas, we're already playing wiffle ball. We had a tournament here a couple of weeks ago and uh, went really well. We had one in December. So down here in Texas, we can play wiffle ball year-round. Don't be jealous, guys. Uh, come on down and play in some of our tournaments. But today, I want to talk a little bit about more about Texas wiffle ball, some stuff we're going to see here on the horizon in 2023. Uh, the last tournament we had a couple of weeks ago, TC35 won that one over the runs. Um, so TC35 came out victorious to start 2023 off. Uh, do want to make a little quick side note that the Whiskey Ducks played the same weekend down in South Texas, and they won the championships down in South as well. We missed them this week, but uh, you know, understand why they went down that direction. Also uh, in the tournament, in the Final Four, or two teams that uh, a little bit of a surprise, uh, and, and one of them, one not as big a surprise. One big surprise that we had in that tournament in the semifinals was a team called the Aces. I'll talk a little bit about them here in a minute. I really like these kids. Uh, they they uh, did really well in this tournament, finished strong, and, and they're really uh, going to be a team, I think, that we hear a lot of here in the next couple of years if they keep playing. Uh, the other uh, semifinalist team... I'm not real surprised that they were there. Uh, you know, maybe some people were, but I'm not. I think this team is the next big up-and-coming team over the next couple of years. If they continue to play, it's the McDingers. And speaking of the McDingers, I have their team captain, uh, Michael um, Heflin, uh, on with me tonight. Uh, uh, Michael, how you doing? Good. How about you? All right, Michael, did I say your last name right, Heflin? Yes, you did. Okay. I'm, I just didn't want to butcher it. For So Michael Heflin with me and his teammates are Luke, Riggs, and Carter that play with him. And the the McDingers uh, started playing this past year uh, in 2022. Uh, you know, had a limited, limited schedule playing because of select ball and also probably finding out about us late. Um, but uh, uh, they played in this, this tournament uh, a couple weeks ago. And they uh, had a had a pretty good tournament. They they um, lost in the playoffs, I think, to the runs. Is that correct, Michael? Yes, we lost to the runs. Yeah. So, Michael, you know, tell me. Let's talk a little bit about your team. Tell us about the league that you have going uh, with your guys out in Round Rock, and and when you guys started playing whiffs, and what's going on, and uh, how you found out about playing in Cedar Park. So, yeah, our league is called TXWL. We started playing in early 2021. And we had the idea because we were watching, like, MLW and all these big leagues play. And then we kind of just started playing in about May of 2021. And then I remember looking up local wiffle ball tournaments in Austin. And I the Cedar Park was the first thing that came up. And we saw they had a tournament on June, I think it was 12th that year or 11th. Mm -hmm. And we played in it. We had a really fun time. It was great. 
And we just kind of thought of that. And we saw that they the next year, this year, we uh, played in the state championships. And, you know, we had a really good tournament. And that just made us want to come back and compete to maybe even win one one time. So the league that you have going on, how many how many guys are out there playing? We have uh, 12 guys, uh, six teams of two. And we play every weekend, pretty much. Okay. So, um, you know, I've, I've watched you guys now in probably maybe three or four tournaments. And, and each time you guys come out and get a, get a little bit better, and, and, and I know you're learning a lot. I do notice I, – I know you're competitive, Michael – I see your guys' face after y'all get y'all get knocked out every time. I I know you're not happy, but <laughs> because no one likes to lose. But I I I see the competitive fire in your guys. Um, I know y'all want to win, uh, and you know that you can. Uh, but it's you know you're still learning a lot of stuff. So uh, you know, are you guys getting along in your game planning of of tournaments or y'all? How's your decision making working? So yeah, our our uh, like communication in the first tournament was not as good as it is now because we've had three or four tournaments and practices to just get better and communicate with each other. We've had, I mean, no one used to call tag at all. We'd have no communication in the field, but that's starting to ri- uh, rise on each other. Our lineups, everyone's starting to agree with the lineup and who's pitching every game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of a team decision than just a captain decision at this point. That's really good good that you guys are evolving as a team. Um, so at this point, uh, tell me some things like that you're you guys are learning each tournament that you're you feel like that you're getting better at and um, you know because now you got a really good grasp of the rules, I think gives you played enough. but what are some things that you're learning? Uh, we're definitely learning how to throw better pitches in medium pitch. I think that was one thing we lacked right as we start uh, is because we play in a fast pitch league and we don't have a speed limit. So it was definitely hard. I think we're getting better. And then also just like seeing other pitchers for the first time with different movement. It was mm-hmm. definitely a weird thing to adjust to at the beginning. And I think we're right. getting a little bit better at it. So you dropped your first game, a heartbreaker to the Sippers. You had those guys down. You just needed three more outs and couldn't close it out. Is that another learning moment or or teaching moment that y'all learned something right there? Oh, yes. That was a big teaching moment that you can never have a big enough lead. Like, no lead is safe in wiffle ball is what I've learned. What would you do different in that last inning? Is there something that y'all talked about later? You know what? We didn't do this. We didn't do that. Is there anything you might have you look back on and and maybe have tried to s- done something different? I think it was. I I I look back at that right away, right before our second game. Was I should have put in our ace mm. right there because they were catching on to me in the previous inning, and I knew wow. if they put in if we put in our ace and he has completely different pitches than me. So I knew they wouldn't have known him right away. It would take him like two innings to get used to him. Yeah, yeah, and they really got the momentum uh, right there. And I, I felt like, I, I felt like you guys were fixing to close them out. And once they got a couple of runners on, I went, oh no! And sure enough, they, they got that home run that, that changed the whole thing. But again, you're getting better. Uh, I know that you dropped your, your next game to, uh, I think the TC thirty five six to two. So stayed in there competitive with them too uh, as well I know you had to you know 
go into it, go, hey, we can hang with these guys, and you did. And then you end up winning your next two games. And one of your games was against a team called the Ostriches. Those guys are going to keep getting better, don't you think? Oh, yeah. We know them personally because we go to church with them, and we're really good friends with them. And, yes, we can tell. We played them in September in the skinny back classic, Mm -hmm. and they have gotten so much better since then. Yeah. They're losing right now, but I'm telling you that – they look like they're hungry and really love playing. I, I think we're going to see them really uh, come out and, and start to do better. I really like those guys. So, again, the, the sum up the tournament, TC 35-1, but you got a couple of wins. You got, you, got a, you got a big win in the playoffs over the water swings. You know, th- this is not the first time you face those guys, right? The, 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 the burger war, uh, as we say, yeah. but definitely – you got you got on them right there did you i think you lost to them during the summer is that correct uh they beat us in the fast pitch tournament yeah and then they beat us in december they knocked us out in december yeah and this so this is your first win against the water swings we beat them in the skinny back classic oh okay all right so yeah so it's sort of a little bit of a rivalry y'all got going on right there so that's pretty cool so you got a great win there and then you end up uh dropping your semifinals to the runs but you guys had a good tournament i hope you left there going you know what we didn't play bad we you know we played some really good teams and and again i feel like you should have beat the sippers and that would have been another one but overall michael you guys did fantastic so uh hey let's talk a little bit about going into this next year i know you and i've already talked that your schedule for the for the mcdingers is going to be limited because all of you guys play select baseball and so I know you're going to try to make it out when you can, when we have tournaments and stuff. Um, but again, a no limited limited schedule. But I want to talk about uh, Texas uh, wiffle ball coming up, and we all know. I, I want to let's take a step back. I'm going to look at two, 2022, guys. I don't know if you listeners, if you know it, the only team in Texas, Texas-based team, to win two tournaments again. I might be wrong, but according to my records, the only team to win multiple tournaments in Texas, whether medium or fast pitch, in 2022, I'm going to surprise you here, was the Whiskey Ducks. Michael, does that surprise you? No. Yeah, that's a good team, and they didn't make it in December. They uh, they could have won that one if they'd come. Uh, but they won two tournaments here. And they won a Georgetown tournament in the spring. So the Whiskey Ducks had a very, very successful tournament season. They only had one bad tournament here. I think it was this one uh, the June uh, Summer Showdown. I think it was a medium pitch tournament uh, that they only won one game. But overall, man, they, these guys won three games. And I, if you're listening, any of these Texas guys, that, that, that I know that might come to a surprise to you. TC 35 didn't win two runs. Didn't win two punishment. Didn't win two, you know, whiskey ducks is the only team to win according to my records, multiple tournaments uh, in 2022. So congratulations. And and then the whiskey ducks missed a couple of tournaments too. They, they didn't make it out to the, I don't think uh, uh, they didn't make out the December one. And I don't think they made it out to uh, another one during the year, but they did great. So four teams come out in 2022 winning a bunch of games. One, the runs won the most games, 
31 games they won in 2022. This is not including league play, only tournaments. TC 35 and Punishment won 27, and I got Whiskey Ducks winning 26. Now, that does not include Whiskey Ducks Georgetown win. So if you add those, Whiskey Ducks probably in the runs probably have the tied for the most wins. Uh, I think maybe the runs played over there too. But definitely uh, the most successful Texas teams this season. Um, Michael, have you got a chance to play the Whiskey Ducks? Yes, we did. And that was in our first tournament we ever played in oh, wow. 2021. And oh. I think we, we lost that game. I think it was eight to five. Okay. And wow. they were they were smoking the like everything we threw them, it was just hit. Yeah, they've evolved since 2021. They're some of their rosters turned over a little bit. Um, they've gotten better since then. Uh, they've they've upgraded some in some of their personnel. They've gotten deeper in pitching, uh, which has really really helped them out a lot. They've got a couple of guys um, that can also throw uh, that is really really good, especially on the medium pitch side. That is something where they've they've. Uh, They've done done really well. So Whiskey Ducks, pro- may, probably the most successful team here um, in 2022. TC35 could only, I think they only had one tournament win uh, on the season. I think it was a summer showdown that the, I think that they placed first in. Uh, they didn't make it out to the skinny, uh, to the, the December tournament. Um, so again, had a really good season and also had an incredible you with uh, showing uh, in October in Pennsylvania, the runs, uh, the most wins they play in every tournament. I don't know if they, I don't think they missed a tournament all year. They also played league play. They're a very, very solid team. The runs are led by uh, Chris Dembski. Uh, Drew Dobbins is on that team and Peter Ullman also. Peter, Michael, I think Peter may be one of the most underrated pitchers in, in all of Texas whiffs. Yeah, we faced him twice in medium pitch now, mm-hmm. and he's got some good stuff. Every time we play him, he catches at least us looking at least three times. Yeah, yeah, he's so. solid. Yeah, he's solid. And um, I, you know, Drew's really good. But when people think about pitching with the runs, they always think of Drew. And I tell you what, Peter is one of the is probably their workhorse. It knocks a lot of stuff out of there. Um, so those. Punishment's really good, you know. They got Jackson and 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 uh, Ben and and you know they they really have a good, good, really really solid team. Also made a really good um, showing in in UFs. Michael, you had a chance to face Punishment yet? No, we actually haven't. Ah, well, that one's coming soon, huh? I think that yep. one's going to happen. <laughs> but. Punishment had a good year tournament circuit wise. They, they did win a tournament. They had one really bad tournament uh, where they had to go down into the comeback cup and, and won that one, but in the comeback cup, but um, there's tournament schedule for 2023. I don't know what they're, what, what's going to be up with them because uh, I think Jackson's moved back up North. And so their, their team's a little split right now. We'll see them again, but I just don't know how much we're going to see them in tournaments in 23 we won't see them probably as much as we saw them um, in 22. Um, past the uh, the Blue Bloods, I want to say those four teams, 35 runs, Punishment, and Whiskey Ducks, we take a little drop down there. And I tell you, a team that's on the up, up swing is 
water swings. They played also a limited schedule because all of those guys played uh, baseball as well. And now uh, they're off all, several of them are off at college. And so they're, they're not full strength and won't be all year, maybe during the summer. Uh, but they did win a tournament during um, 2022. They won the, I think, the fast pitch uh, tournament in June, um, going undefeated 5-0-1 in that tournament, doing really well. That's team's led by Cade. Cade is an amazing uh, pitcher, amazing player. I think for the water swings to get over the hump, um, they definitely are going to uh, need to – you know, they, they have some pitching, but I think that some of their pitching is, is off at college right now. So if they play a spring schedule, I don't see that see them being as deep in pitching, but with Cade throwing, uh, anything can happen. Um, and I know you have faced him a couple of times now, haven't you, Michael? Uh, yeah, I faced him a couple of times. It's mainly in fast pitch, he was really good. Because he yeah. throws that super drop really fast, and that just works really well. So, yeah, yeah. he's also good in medium pitch, too. Yeah, he is. He is. And that, that's, again, a good team. And they're going. So we'll see them. I don't I, I hope we see them uh, most of the time this year. But that's definitely a team, I think, to watch for in 23. Uh, the water swings coming out and playing a lot more whiffs this year and this summer during the state championships. I I, I look for them to make some waves and and both the medium and fast pitch in there. Another team that uh, I think we'll see limited action on that's been a little bit of a staple is Moxie, uh, Brandon Law and Zach. You know, you know, uh, they two of those guys have now moved away from the Austin area, but they do plan on playing in a couple of tournaments. So don't know how much we'll see Moxie. The three very talented, super talented players. They did win the Skinny Bat tournament for the second year in a row, which is crazy. That seems to be their niche, and I know they're going to be coming back for that one in September. All of them that's already made a commitment, and so I'm hoping to see them uh, again this summer all together. Maybe we'll see them in the spring in a tournament, And uh, but Moxie's one that we we will see, but probably not as much as we have. Another team I, I'm hoping that we'll see back is Mix It Up. Um, Mix It Up is Kelsey and Ryan Hyatt are their two main players, a, a good team. Uh, Michael, have you you played Mix It Up yet? Yeah, they beat us in the December tournament in pool play. Okay. But they didn't have, like, the St. Mary guy. I don't know. He always has the St. Mary college hat. Yeah. I don't know his name, but he wasn't on the team when we played him. And I realize he's one of their, like, their main guy. That's Kelsey. Yeah, that's Kelsey. And Kelsey's, uh, Kelsey's, I hear, moving. Uh, So we probably, back to Utah, um. And I, I don't I don't know if we're gonna how much we're gonna see more mix it up, but I will tell you the mix it up didn't have him in December and they did pretty darn well. So uh, uh, Ryan Hyatt is also a great pitcher, and I'm hoping to see mix it up playing in some tournaments this year, even though Kelsey is moving away. So um, that brings me uh, to a couple of teams uh, can't touch this, which is led by Mark Austria. I don't know what their tournament schedule is going to be. I, I texted him not too long ago and that we may see him this summer, but Mark, I know it was recovering from an injury. Uh, was one of the top pitchers, uh, the 2021 uh, fast pitch champion. Uh, they won here in Texas. They also went to UF in 21 and, and did well. So I don't know if we'll see much of them until the summer. If we do, 
that's another team that can win on any any night and on any day that we play uh, is can't touch this. And brings me to your team, um, you know, Michael, which is you know, the McDingers, who I'm really excited about. I really do. This is just my opinion. Uh, you guys have the potential to uh, win any tournament. I do see y'all growing and getting better each each step of the way. And but also know you are going to be of a, a limited schedule, at least this spring because of baseball and maybe some this summer. But uh, I know you are going to play in, in uh, all the tournaments you can. Um, and we're hoping to release that full schedule here in uh, the next couple of weeks. I'm waiting for one thing only. Uh, I tentatively have the whole schedule made out. But what I'm waiting on, Michael, is um, I'm waiting on NWLA to uh, release their <laughs> date for their national championship i think they're going to have it in pittsburgh this year uh it is a, a fun uh tournament it's not fun it's very competitive but it's a fun uh format bringing in different leagues from all around the country and i know that there's some guys here in the austin area that are wanting to put together a team to go to nwla is what i'm hearing and so I'm waiting to see that date and try to see if I can avoid a conflict tournament date this summer with NWLA. So um, that'll be released pretty, pretty soon. Um, so another team that, that I think we're going to see some good things coming out of is, is the aces and Michael, uh, you had a chance. I, I think, you know, these guys too, don't you? I actually don't know the aces. Yeah. Did you get a chance to play them? No, we didn't play them. Yeah. Last tournament. I talked to them quite a bit two weeks ago uh, here in Cedar Park, and they're really super excited. They got to get some pitching. They're not great at pitching. They can rake with hitting the ball, though. And they actually did fantastic. They knocked out the Sippers uh, in in the tournament, did really good and, and played well and made it to the semifinals, which was which was amazing. So I talked to those guys a bit, and they're super excited. And I think I'll, I'll, I think the Aces are another team that's up and coming, so I'm really excited about that. One other team that made it out, um, or two other teams that made it out that I'd like to at least mention, uh, the Heaters, which you're, you are familiar with them, Michael, the Heaters. Uh, yes. Brody is, Brody's the team captain of that team. What do you think of those guys? So they knocked us out in the skinny bat classic, and that was when they were like the Lone Star Long Balls. I had no yeah. clue who they were, and they shocked us. Yeah, like I'm, I they were their fielding was insane. Like everything we hit, it was just fielded right away, diving yeah. catches. Yeah. And then they they get up there and they hit right to where we weren't there. Yeah. So it was just. It and the heaters went down to uh MLW Houston and ran the table, I think, until the championship game and got knocked out by some other guys that I know, SETX, uh, in the championship game, I believe it was. And so the heaters really made a showing there. And I know you guys couldn't make it out to MLW this year, y'all had a I had a conflict, but uh, um, I uh, hope you guys can make it out to MLW next year in in Houston and uh. Uh, because I really think that you guys, along with the heaters, could also could make runs at those championships. So um, another team, I don't know if you had a chance to play the Coconut Crew, but wow. No, these guys, did you did you get to play them? Nope. Did you see them play? Uh, we saw 
part of their game. Yeah. I think it was against the Ostriches. Yeah, Coconut Crew is out of Iola, Texas, which is just uh, on the east side of College Station, Texas. And they traveled here to play. And it's a learning curve. Michael, you know the very first time you play in one of our tournaments, you've got different rules, different things. It's a lot going on in your head. You almost can't even concentrate playing the game because there's so many things that you're learning, right? Is that, is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah. And, and the Coconut Crew guys, they came out. I had to go. I got called for, for gun review. I had to go put the radar on them twice because they have a guy on their team uh, that can was really bringing it. Rylan Trant is the team captain's name. And these guys are pretty excited about playing, and I'm excited about seeing those guys back. And Michael, did they not have some of the best uniforms? Oh yeah, the the baby blue and the pink uniforms. Yes, with the, the palm loved trees it. on it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it that you guys are starting to come out with more creative or more really standardized jerseys and looks and stuff. You know, with the with the water swings, whiskey ducks always does. McDingers now has some good ones. You know, the Coconut Crew came out great. Punishment always, I think they're, they've are they got a different look now. They brought a different look to you with, and we'll see some of that. And uh, nobody has a better logo than the run, so that's pretty funny. And so, but I'm really, it's really cool to to see uh, a lot of that going on. But I'm, ex- I'm super excited about it. And, you know, and then we have had some visiting teams come in in 22. Way Too Beautiful came in and won our Winter Classic a year ago. Um, and the Cajuns came down and won our fast pitch tournament. And I'm hoping we get to see them da- come down here again. And, um, and again, there's a lot of other teams I didn't mention that, that uh, uh, have played, but these are sort of the, the, the blue bloods, the top teams that will come in and, and typically um, make runs at tournaments. Now, Michael, I, I'm going to uh, put you on the spot here. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Michael, I know you've you've watched some video uh, from different leagues and stuff, and you're now probably starting to be a little bit familiar with some of the names outside of Texas. Tell me, if you could, a couple of wiffle ball players that you've seen on video that you go, man, I can't wait to play with these guys, against these guys, and or meet them. Tim McElrath? Yes. That's how you say it? That's right. Uh, uh, Jordan Robles for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think of – I definitely want to play against that just whole juggernauts team one day. I don't know. I don't think I ever will. But, you so, know – I'm going to tell you this, Michael. I, you know, the TC35 crew started off playing in my tournaments younger than where you are right now. And – you can now see that TC 35 is, is one of the top teams in Texas. And now is sort of a recognized nationally did really well at, at UF. I'm going to tell you right now, Michael, if you guys stick with this and I know that when you guys get out of high school, some of you guys may go play college baseball. Some of you guys may go off to college, but if you guys can somehow stick together and play wiffle ball, you know, um, you know, the guys with some of the guys with the, uh, um, I'm, you know, like, like Luke Richter with TC 35, he played college yeah. baseball up in Dallas, but he, he still was able to sprinkle in some wiffle ball during those years during the summer. And 
a couple other guys along the way and different teams have gone off to college and played or gone off to college and, and just went to school outside of Austin. But if you guys stick together and you guys really love this game and you, you already see that, you know, you know, you see Frank with, uh, um, uh, with the rumble ponies, right? Frank, oh, yeah. 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 Frank, Frank's not a young chicken. Right. And so, but he's still out there enjoying the game. So you can play this game a long time if you want to. And competitively, you know, if you guys want to just stick with it, you know, you look at the punishment guys, they're all college age or just out of college. Mm -hmm. You know, you see uh, the runs that are, uh, they're in their thirties and other than Drew's in his twenties, you know, uh, you got, so you get all these teams, you see the water swings are college age. Now they just out of high school. So you're seeing these guys still playing. And if you guys stick with it, and you guys have a, a goal. So you know what? We want our long-term goal. We want to play at UF. We want to take a team to UF and play against the best teams in the country. Then, then make that your goal. If it's not this year or next year, whatever, make that your goal to get to UF and to play in the fast plastic national, I mean, fast plastic. Ugh. Now, listen to me, the fast pitch national championship, you know, of the world. And so make that your goal. And again, it may not, it's not, may not happen these next couple of years, but keep playing and make that your goal. You know, look, you like I said, look at the TC 35 guys. They're in their thirties other than Luke, who's in his twenties. Um, make that your goal. It's taken them a long time, but TC 35 has played in national championships before when we held it here in Austin and uh, here in Cedar park and they didn't do too well, you know, they may have won a game <laughs> here and there, but it's taken them a while. So make it your goal. You know, I, I really think, think that you can do that. So any other players that you, you'd really like to see, see play. I mean, I can't really name players, but I've watched a lot of the U.S. videos. Yeah. And this year I saw the Canes. Yes. I really like the Canes. And then, uh, Black Dog Country Club. Yep. We played so you know, Randy. We played yeah. Randy Dalby. Yep. And and uh, yes, I Randy. Yep, that's true. Randy was uh uh here this summer playing with the Cajuns. And then uh, interesting enough with the Canes, did you know that their 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 ace pitcher Cooper Ruckel is a Texas kid? I actually didn't know that. Yep. So Cooper Ruckel, who uh, plays with the Canes this past year, and and actually eliminated the punishment or uh, the, in the punishment game, Cooper and drew went head to head and Cooper uh, got the win in that game as they went to extra innings and they knocked off uh punishment in the playoffs, but Cooper Ruckel mm -hmm. it lives in the Dallas area and is an amazing pitcher himself. He's been down here a couple of times playing medium pitch. So hopefully you get to meet him. Yeah. I think he's talking about trying to make it down this summer for some tournaments. Mm -hmm. So that would be a lot of fun. So, well, that is really interesting. You know, uh, everybody always mentions Jordan uh, and Robles. Jordan's a, a, a good friend of mine. Uh, Jordan is an amazing player, an amazing competitor. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, next time I, I get to go uh, run a tournament where he's at. So, but a mm -hmm. lot of fun. Michael. I'm done for the evening, but uh, I want to thank you for coming on with me and, and visiting a little bit about your team, your mm -hmm. tournament experience, giving me some insight on some of these teams. It's been a lot of fun. 
And I'm looking forward to seeing you and your team back uh, sometime this spring playing in one of our tournaments. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. No problem. So, uh, again, that'll wrap it up for this edition of uh, Holy Commutes on January 17th, 2023. Until next time, I am out. <laughs>